0: Excellent. We're going to go three, two, one. Clap into your microphone and cause a peek. Three, two, one. complete audio domination
1: you mean north to south north did
0: I say north to west you did Just got
2: Kardashians on the brain.
3: Jeez, <laughs> north
0: to west. Oh my God! You said Kardashians, and I have been only watching Star Trek since the beginning of the pandemic. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> the Kardashians. <laughs> they're Ka- they're
3: <laughs> somebody up with. with the- You've been st- keeping up with the Kardashians, then? Yes.
0: Yeah. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Yes. Gaul- Make the
4: Alpha <laughs> Quadrant great again.
0: <laughs> we need a new Gaul to turn this country around. Oh my God! <laughs> Gaul Biden is now here to change the wars from slightly in this direction to slightly in that direction.
1: <laughs> and now for our special segment, Assassination or what? Accident, with Garrick. Ooh, uh-huh. <laughs> Accident again. It's always accident. Before
0: I get ahead of myself, you will hear two extra voices in this, and we have with us today uh, Sage and Richard Bigley from the podcast Occultae Veritatis. Say nice. hello, friends. Hello. Greetings. So if you guys have not heard, if listener, dear listener, if you have not heard Occultae Veritatis, it is uh, good luck spelling it. I think I can now do it without having to look it up because there's two C's in it. That's what always tripped me up before. Rather than me describing it, um, how would would you both describe your own podcast?
4: (laughs) I don't know. I don't listen to it. (laughs) <laughs> shut shut yeah, well. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard for
0: me to even describe what it is, because for ours, it's like, oh, we talk about current events, we talk about politics. To go yeah. over what OV discusses, you had an episode the other week that was talking about uh the public universal friend, mm-hmm. uh colonial America's most famous non-binary resident. And before that you had you you talk about police brutality, you talk about like alien abductions, we did a thing on like the Mothman, but then you'll talk about Joe Biden for three weeks in a row. Like <laughs> How how do you encapsulate all of the things that happen on that show? Uh,
4: It's a mishmash of everything we're kind of interested in. So like politics and history and historical analysis, true crime, uh, and just weird shit that we come across, I guess. I don't know. It's like the the least frequently read pages of Wikipedia maybe is kind of the a uh, good way to start on our episode topics.
2: <laughs> yeah, we all kind of have things that we're into. So like I am into like the the darkest fuckery. So I like like serial yeah. killers and like creepy pasta and like mass murders and terrible human experimentation. But, like, Richard will do, like, QAnon and, like, Hollow Earth and Ood likes Unsolved Mysteries and more historical stuff, so...
3: I wish it was just called the Dark Fuckery Department. I just want that to be a thing.
2: Sage Murray Darkest Fuckery Department.
3: (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) I'm like, Darkest Fuckery? Oh, do you put on a blindfold? Yeah, basically. (laughs) Uh, You just made it Fifty Shades of Grey. Shame on you.
2: Uh, I haven't even read that book.
0: I know. I know too much about it because I've not read the book either specifically, but I've had enough YouTube people who have read excerpts at me and like dissected the movies and the whole like copyright issue thing of how that book is kind of based on Twilight, which is kind of <laughs> based on, but which is and, problematic in itself. Like, how it was first a, a big fan fiction. Oh. It was a fan fiction that then became published. There's so many freaking angles. Ah. No, thank you. Fifty Shades of Grey, very interesting, but none—not for any of the reasons the book wants you to think it's. Fifty a- Shades of right. Grey, unintentionally
1: representative of non-Euclidean
0: geometry. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that hooks
1: me onto OV specifically
0: is—I'm just gonna—I don't know—do do the cool kids call it OV? Because I'm just doing that. I'll just call it the Egg Podcast. O, the ov, 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 OV Oh
4: no! The OV Pod is fine.
2: Our r- r- radio demon calls it pod, which sounds like Avipositor, which is funny.
4: <laughs> Holy so shit. Look, we're
0: all bringing this around to eggs again. Yep, sorry.
3: Shove this podcast up your ass. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm
0: careful. That. If if yes. specifically, okay, here, this is, yeah, who who knows the PSA I'm going to give? Oh, boy. Gentlemen or people possessing anuses, so most of you, don't put eggs up your ass because they'll get stuck there. like. <laughs> Like if you buy the rubber put rubber put them in your vagina eggs those are different from the put things in your butthole oh my eggs because I've been told they won't come back But what if you out.
4: hard boil it first? Fuck! Oh
0: my! I think you have to hard boil it after for future for future consumption uh, sanitation or uses. Yeah, if I put this egg in my butt
1: and then boil it, <laughs> you could then theoretically put it in your mouth.
0: In theory. Oh
4: my god! Not
2: my kid. You can
1: do that without boiling it. I don't recommend it. The two word answer for this whole topic is flared base. Welcome to Last Minute
3: Politics. Um, Yay. Talking about the. The important things.
0: Who will take the eggs to mouth challenge.
3: <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> the thing I like most about uh, OVPod is the use of primary sources, and specifically audio ones. Because the first time I, I tuned in to listen to it, I'm like, oh, what's this What's this show? Hear the intro, hear people talking, you know, podcast, podcast. And then it just cuts to, oh, this is like a BBC broadcast from 1982. And it's, oh, what? How, how did the primary, sw- was that like an idea from the beginning? Or did someone eventually come along after episode five and say, hey, we should put a bunch of like audio artifacts directly into the podcast. Like is there any story to that?
2: I think Oud just kind of came up with that. He's our other co-host and uh unfortunately he couldn't be here today, but yeah, I think he just kind of thought it was was cool and kind of gave context to what we were talking about and why listen to our dumbass opinions when you can hear directly from the actual one. Other people's
4: yeah. dumbass opinions. Exactly.
0: the seamlessness of how it's woven into it is highly impressive to me where I'll just be like normal conversation normal conversation about you know treatment of women blah 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 and then it just cuts its like little stag noise (laughs) boom we're talking to all right we have uh, 20 interviews with people on the street about whether or not uh, the husband is doing housework (laughs) in your home it's just like oh man this is like a a mini documentary I -hmm. I like that and I'm also ripping it off wherever possible
2: (laughs) good (laughs) Please feel free. <laughs> sticking
0: in some, sticking in some primary sources and interviews ourselves. I, I had a thought I was doing that I can't just like go around talking to normal people about because they'll put me on a list or turn me into a, uh, some kind of bureau of investigation. But in our last round of protests last summer uh, in America, the police <laughs> brutality protests where various structures were hurt, burned down, a lot of property damage, not a lot of hurting of people. Mostly the cops hurt the people and the people hurt like garbage cans. So... If property damage is an effective form of protest, which I'm just gonna say we all take as a given, if you do, it's, it's okay to disagree with that. I personally believe that property damage is a very effective protest because it's the only thing that ever gets anything done ever in America. <laughs> what property do you think we should be damaging? I say payday loan places.
1: Ooh, I'm in yeah. for that. What
0: do you guys think? Like, think of, what do you think the most common... Yet, if you removed it, it would only benefit a community like type of bill. Because if it's like, oh, we'll burn down all the Starbuckses. like, mm, mm, eh. I don't know. If you burn down all the pawn shops, though, <laughs> like, you see, that could do something. Uh, well,
3: it's like, then you're gonna like, who, where, where will people go to pawn off their stuff? It's like, well, <laughs>
4: how about we not Craigslist. make that a problem? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I would think if Ooh. I could conduct perhaps an angry mob uh to burn down a building of my choice. I, I think I would send them towards an ice detention center or something, you know. Ooh. Burn a couple of those oh, that's and then let's see how fucking quick things change, you know.
0: Yeah, private prisons. That's freaking they mess up though and they always stick these private prisons usually like out of town. Yeah. So it's hard you have to like get a bus. And bring your mob.
3: And of course, all this is, your uh, this is all just, you know, conjecture and in a video game. We just want to do this in video games. We don't know. How to oh, about in, it. Minecraft. Yeah, in Minecraft. Yeah, this this is all
4: hypothetical.
3: Absolutely. Would you burn down a prison in Minecraft? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that my six-year-old son has burned down a
2: prison in Minecraft.
0: would you make a prison industrial complex in minecraft just to burn it down i'm pretty sure that he has yeah
2: i've i've you know been been teaching him well
0: our our guests are both from are you both in canada right now both from canada
2: yep yes we've been friends for years
0: in canada are your laws saner to the point where you don't have like do you know what i mean when i say a what is it a title loan operation is that a thing up there
2: Well, we have those shitty payday places that (laughs) take like a zillion percent interest.
0: Yeah, yep. we had payday loan places and then they were made illegal in a lot of a lot of spots such as Arizona, which is now they are no longer payday loan, they are now a uh, title loan, which means it's the exact same thing except you have to give them your car.
4: That's insane. <laughs> There's collateral now.
0: Yeah, the title of your car <laughs> is what they're referring to when they say title loan. I live like right across the freaking street from one and I just think every day I'm like how far away would I have to be to, like, lob a rock
1: at that window? Mall not a rock. <laughs> I don't have... Look, But okay. the reason I'm silent is a lot of the things I want to say are an extreme ramp up from what you're suggesting. Right. Yeah, so
0: in Minecraft,
1: Dragor, what in Minecraft would you burn down as an
3: instance? What are the baby steps?
1: So I don't know how much it would help other than it seemingly would create a lot of disorganization and chaos, but pick any corporate headquarters evacuate it and burn it to the ground in <laughs> minecraft every last one of them it yeah because it won't stop them they have way too many resources but part of the whole point like what is what's the lesson learned from the protests from last year a single giant protest is manageable a hundred thousand person protests is not so if you hit corporate headquarters where all of the back dealing and bigwig money people are operating, and make them fearful, because you know, the, I support that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just I can't draw the line. So like, okay, burning down a police so station you in, do Minecraft, a in Minecraft Fight yeah. Club. Well, yeah, the ending scene. But, but in like, fight club. they had a That's specific goal. They see. wanted to reset debt. That was that goal. I'm not even going for that goal. The government can erase debt whenever they want, so I will use a different (laughs) utility for that. In this particular case, in Minecraft, every Amazon HQ should get burned down. That will disrupt their logistics. That is a good Mm. thing.
0: Which do you think would be... This is for anybody to respond to. Which do you think would be more unsettling in Minecraft for Minecraft Amazon? Burning down, like, uh, headquarters getting attacked or destroyed. And, again, when we're saying this, we are talking uh, strictly property damage. We're not saying that you pull out the executives and murder them in the streets. That doesn't need to happen. We don't need to hurt people. We can hurt property because property has no feelings. Property has no parents, Mm children, children. There's no, like, obituaries written for property. It's
4: property. It's all insured. It is, yes. It's,
0: they'll probably end up with more money out of the insurance claim than the when they started. Which do you think would be more effective? Taking on, like, a headquarters or... A, like a distribution plant, like like a warehouse.
4: A distribution center. Yeah. that That's definitely mm-hmm. the, the thing is the distribution center because, you know, that that's where the money gets made. You know, the headquarters, you got a bunch of high-paid executives, but the distribution center where all the labor is, is is where the value gets put into the Amazon product, you know.
1: And it's full of stuff but, that they own. So let me play devil's advocate for that. <laughs>
4: exactly. Well, the okay.
1: devil's advocate to that is, That puts those, so like all the people that work there, if you burn down a distribution center, as abusive as that relationship is, then they have This is the paradox. This is, this is kind of is it, isn't it? Because
0: anytime (laughs) any property name happens, yeah, they're like, well, what about the people who work at X, Y?
4: Well, you could make that same argument about payday loans, though. You know, the people in those communities rely on that as well.
3: I think something that we should mention is like Americans abhor violence and right winger is going to try to make this seem like violence as much as possible. Like they killed their baby when we just burned down a building. No, they abhor so like,
1: violence against good working people exactly. that have earned it.
3: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Very true.
1: Not saying that any of the people that we're talking about have earned it, but that's how it will get projected yeah, from that side.
3: But let's just say historically, violence is not great. Americans don't react well to it. Look at Charlottesville. Look at uh like people are like, oh fuck. And like like there's a lot of grillers out there that will react badly no matter what to any kind of turmoil. But hopefully we can reach those who are like, hey, we didn't hurt anyone. <laughs>
0: That's why I think, like, the Uh. hyper-localism of these situations, like, we all remember that, the video of the lady who was talking about how in Cleveland, they're like, why are you burning down your, like, valuable entities? It's like, well, we don't own any of this. In Minecraft. Yeah, in Minecraft. Well, this is in real life. In real life, Cleveland. Not Minecraft, Cleveland. And she's like, how the people who live there don't own any of the things. Like, they do not... These companies show up, the title owned, fantastic exa- example. That's not like, oh, the community of Glendale, Arizona got together and decided, you know what we want to do? We want to be able to ruin our lives financially for like 50 bucks short term. Uh, nobody did that. <laughs> no one thought that was a good idea. It's a company from outside came in, extracts that money from your community and sends it somewhere, like most probably into one or two people's pockets. So if you destroy a McDonald's, Uh, in Minecraft, the McDonald's itself isn't really providing value to that community necessarily in the first place. Yeah, like, in the terms of their, like, minimum wage paychecks, which we all agree is fucked and should be more, but the McDonald's Mm -hmm. money, the actual sales of those burgers, it does not stay in your town anyway. So, like, I would be like, well, maybe if we burn down these horrible businesses, we could make some some that uh, where the money stays here. Like, maybe we could make Jim's Burgers, where when, at the end of the day, Jim lives here and spends money here and, like, helps, is part of this community, rather than it being, oh, random multinational corpus here to suck all the money out of the poor
1: people of your area. C- can I reframe my suggestion, then? Oh, sure. That's what this is about. It's not so much that I'm against burning down a distribution center and putting those people out of work. I want to take all of the things out of that distribution center and just give it to that community and then burn down the building yeah. if it serves no use. I, so we've it's got just there. the
4: capital, not the stock, hey? <laughs> yeah, mm. distribute the stuff to the people who like, redistribute. Work there. <laughs> uh, you know, redistribute to the workers what they've earned from the uh, yeah. distribution center, and then uh, <laughs> we can get rid of the distribution center. I mean, it's not it holding anything. anything anyway anymore now. So, yeah. honestly, Where's though, I would
1: still take over those distribution centers and turn them into giant LARP facilities, <laughs>
4: homeless shelters.
1: Okay, yes, that's better. So we
0: have Sage and Richard here, and I, I wanted them to bring a topic here for us to discuss. So I'm i hand things over to them.
2: Okay, so we recently on our podcast did a topic, and I will let Richard give the general overview of it without giving too much away.
4: The story kind of starts out, uh, this uh, northern community, uh, you know, they have a police force as many people police, you know, as many communities would. Uh, what happened in January of 2000 was this uh, guy got dropped off on the outskirts of the of the, uh, the city. And, uh, you know, he was left there by the police. And uh, I don't recall what the, the weather was that night, but it was January. Uh, so, I mean, it was certainly below zero. Probably
2: like minus a zillion. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah exactly. And so anyway, um, he walks and walks and walks and then he finally gets to a, a power plant and he like bangs on the door and somebody like comes in and, and is like, holy shit, like, why are you in the middle of the night out here where we're, you know, at the power plant? And he's like, you know, I, I need a phone and he calls a taxi and whatever. And so anyway, JK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so anyway, he calls a taxi and he he's alive. And then a few days later, he gets uh, pulled over by the cops again and uh, starts talking to the cops about a few days prior when the cops had dropped him off uh, outside the city. And the police officer who he was talking to was kind of like, you know, I this is this is wild. Like, I mean, I believe you, but this it's still unbelievable that that. Police would drop you off outside the city, and you'd have to walk to this power plant to use a phone. And so, anyway, uh, it turns out that uh, this community's police force uh, had been doing this for not years, but like decades—literally decades. They would pick up uh, in uh, indigenous people, drive them to remote areas, uh, you know, on the edge of the city. And then just leave them there, and they have to walk back.
0: Like this was essentially police—not official policy—but that's like that's the pol— that's what they did. Like, oh, we have problem people. That was police culture. Yeah, we have a problem person. Take them to the edge of town, drop them off in the middle of winter, and let them deal with it.
3: What the hell is that? It's such a, I'd never heard of that. That's it's insane. like an even
0: worse version of when, wasn't like Salt Lake City or something, was just bussing homeless people. Be- I say was past tense. I think it's still happening. Just like bussing homeless people to L.A. Like, there, various cities have...
3: So, you're, so your punishment is a long walk? What the what the well, fuck? It, I think oh they're, depending on how
0: evil you believe the police to be, it's either your punishment is you have oh, to yeah. walk back into town, or no, we're kind of hoping that you'll just die on yeah, the way.
4: Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Whoops. Not our fault. Well, and and yeah, that's it's not the technically thing murder, is it? Well oh, that that's the <laughs> thing about this is that there had been a number of uh, bodies found in remote areas Jeez. of indigenous people. And
2: these were areas where there was no bus access, really no like no residential areas, just like purely industrial factory trucking places. In the
4: middle of the night.
2: Like no Yeah, yeah. in
4: the middle of the night. In the middle of winter, in the middle of the night. And, and, you know, a lot of them, again, were indigenous people. Uh, and so anyway, they go in and uh, the government's like, holy shit, you know, uh, the, the police are doing this. So they, they set up uh, an inquiry into a number of these uh, deaths. And uh, one, of the, uh, one of the more, I guess, well-known ones is the uh, Neil Stonechild Inquiry. Um, and so this uh, starts in 2003, and um, which they look into the death of Neil Stonechild, uh, who died in November of 1990, so like 13 years earlier.
0: Where, where, what city is this all taking place in? Uh,
4: Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada.
2: Yep, where, where we live a Local story.
0: I don't know if our like if uh, the American style of policing has just migrated north or if it has always been like this and we just don't pay attention because it's Canada. But I, I sure when I first heard this, I'm like, oh, this must be in like Minnesota or like North Dakota or something, right? And it's like, ah, surprise, this is in the the, the the supposed utopia of Canada,
2: and they call them Starlight Tours.
4: <laughs> yeah, A cab, you know, it's A cab. It, it, like, like even Canadian police fall under A cab. You know, in addition to your cop uncle, and Odo from Star <laughs> Trek, and Mulder and Scully, A <laughs>
3: uh, cab, all of them. Odo is not. Yeah, absolutely, he's not. Uh...
1: <laughs> Odo is only as good as the people around him. So if you're in America, you hear a lot about the. You know, continue to trash atrocities against. Our indigenous population and that's still my understanding is that's still very 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 true in Canada as well Yeah, Canada's almost getting the spotlight they, they've just had a rash of like
0: very visible incidents and I am oh, like, I don't terrible. know my this my specifics are rusty but there's uh there's a river or body of water where the people who have lived there for uh, millennia uh, aren't are like oh you you can't f- you can fish here but then like the local colonial fisher people aren't allowed to so they're like attacking the indigenous people for fishing on on a body of water that is named after them. They're like, you aren't allowed to fish here. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's always, always the argument is, but there's always this money there and we like, come on, we can just take it. And then, like, it's almost always it too.
4: Oh, the law enforcement and their relationship with, uh, well, government and law enforcement and their relationship with the indigenous peoples of Canada is, uh, certainly, uh, strained at probably the best of times, um, you know, mm-hmm. there's like Wet'suwet'en, uh, where the RCMP were used uh, against uh, you know people blocking rail lines and pipelines uh, to uh, you know stop the the moving of oil uh, you know through through the reservation.
1: Sorry, that's the sound of my silent mm-hmm. rage building.
2: You may think that Canada's is all uh, sunshine and rainbows and our hot. Prime Minister dancing at Pride Parade, but it is, it is not cool here, especially where Richard and Ud and I live, like we live in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, which is one of the hearts of, of bigotry, I guess, in Canada, it's, it's
4: Alabama of the North, I guess, no offense to the people from Alabama who are, you know, I guess, like minded. But, uh, yeah, no. it, it very much that sort of the prevailing stereotype and the prevailing attitude. But... Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, I guess I kind of want to ask both, because I feel it's related to the story you just shared. Uh, Albert the Bear in the chat shared uh, a news link. Travis Patron, leader of the Canadian Nationalist, a.k.a. Nazi Party, has been <laughs> charged with willful promotion of hate propaganda... Come six hundred and one days after the first criminal complaint. I have not read any more of the story other than that, other than the prompt for this question. In Canada, do you have a similar uh, alignment slash overlap of white nationalism with your police forces? I don't really, I don't know much about that.
4: I wouldn't be surprised. I would imagine (laughs) so. Uh, I mean, uh, there's certainly uh, incidents in the past that you could uh, refer to. Nothing immediately coming to mind, but if one were to Google it, I'm sure you'd find a number of uh, white supremacist, uh, publicly white supremacist uh, police officers in Canada. It's just rotten through and through with with regards to policing.
1: So as an American, the difference is it's obviously not all sunshine and rainbows and ACAB, but there seems to be more of a willingness to of some degree of holding people accountable in positions of power. And I guess I'm just kind of, as opening the floor, curious to your feelings on that. Yeah, we're getting there now. You're yeah. uh, living, pro- living in it. <laughs> uh, Travis yeah. Patron,
4: I would hardly think, is a person in power or being held accountable. Um, he's kind of, well, well, he's certainly on the fringe. He's uh, also run afoul of the law a number of other times as well. Uh, he's uh, sent cease and desist letters to press who report you know true but you know bad looking stories against them. um he's i mean he, he's certainly a problematic figure but i i certainly wouldn't consider him to be in any sort of power i, I mean he is what from you- saskatchewan where where sage and i are also from but he's mm-hmm. uh i don't know i i've actually uh last this past weekend we uh, recorded an ov pod episode about fascism in canada so if this is an interesting topic to you you know <laughs> certainly subscribe and uh, listen to our <laughs> podcast so yeah, I don't want to ape yeah.
0: the rest of the story and if you want to hear the, the details I they have two episodes on Pod uh, about Neil Stonechild specifically but like to to breeze through it if you if you had your eye cl- eyes closed and you were just kind of gonna guess like how does this whole thing progress with this investigation and these various officers and you just like plugged in <laughs> all the stuff that happens in every single American incidence of this exact same kind of crap where it's like oh this person says <laughs> this very provable thing happened and all the evidence points to it and the cop starts out with oh I don't know who it is. I don't. I've never seen anyone in my life. I've never. What is a cop? And then, like, oh, here's all this mounting evidence of how that cop not only is a is a, a, a scumbag for this particular thing, but here's all this other shit they lied about. And how many dozens of people? Like, it just follows the same cast. And like, oh look, wow, not really that many people got in trouble for this very obvious like murder that that happened, uh, like attempted murder that happened. Yeah.
4: And they they did lose uh, their jobs. They were never criminally charged or convicted. I, I saw you post about them getting
0: that fired. What, like, were they fired recently, or was that a while ago?
4: <clears throat> no, they they were posted uh, early to mid two thousands is when they they lost their jobs as cops. Okay. But uh, but
2: the incident happened in the nineteen nineties.
4: Yeah, this happened in the nineteen nineties. It took thirteen years, and like the family of, of Neil Stonechild. Uh, went to the paper and talked to police officers and all that shit. But, uh, you know, because they didn't file the proper paperwork, no police complaint <laughs> investigation was ever initiated, despite being on, like, the fucking front page of the local paper, you yeah, know? we lost your fucking uh, form. With their grievances of this investigation. You know, the cops just ignored it and said, well, they didn't file a formal complaint, and that's that's where it sat, basically, until this inquiry got started because uh the, the guy who got dropped off at the power station his name was daryl knight and uh, daryl kind of brought spotlight onto this practice that the cops were doing for for decades um he
0: was the equivalent of the viral cell phone video here that would spark a big thing and like you said he was
4: he was the one who survived
0: to tell the tale so now we it's not even that now we know about it because everybody they, they knew about it it's just people now mainstream believe them i guess. Yeah,
4: exactly. Now, now we've got a, now we have to deal with it, you know, is kind of the thing.
2: Yeah. Like, oh fuck, so many people, this has happened to so many people, we've had so many reports, like I guess we better fucking deal with this shit now.
0: I swear, I I don't know if it was specifically this, but I swear I watched some episode of Unsolved Mysteries, and in the thing they're like, mysterious appearances of frozen bodies on the outside of town, and like, you're like, oh, is it aliens? Like, no, it's the cops who don't want to do their job, so they drive you to the edge of town and try to kill you.
4: Well, one Mm -hmm. of the things about Stonechild is when uh, the police were asked about why he was in such a remote area and why he would be out there at that hour and minus 28 Celsius, which I'm not sure what that is in Fahrenheit. but uh, It's cold. Yeah, fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> and, fucking cold, yes. Yeah. And uh, they're like, well, why would he be out there? And, and one of the, the investigating officers, his explanation was that he was uh, walking to turn himself into the correctional center. And that that's why he was out there. And it's like, well, why would a juvenile walk to the fucking outskirts of the, the city to turn himself in at a correctional center like that just doesn't make any sense you know no it was bullshit yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it's like some occam's razor should of like uh is it more likely that they walked miles and miles out of the way with uh i i listened to the podcast with one shoe to go to some obscure correctional facility that isn't even where they would be sent because as you said like they're like a minor and they wouldn't go to uh, mm-hmm. walk to the adult prison past all these different police stations to get to it it, it or is it more likely that the cops saw a teen that they considered uh, like a troublemaker and, oh wow, coincidentally, his skin is a certain color and he happens to be in a certain ethnic group that we don't like, so we're just gonna take him for a ride. And turn it's like in America when there was that guy who they accidentally killed him because they were giving him a, quote, rough ride, which is where you purposefully don't Ugh. secure somebody in the back of your car and then take turns at a million miles an hour to try to fuck him up so they bounce around the back of your car, snap the guy's neck and he died, and now suddenly, oh, this like weird frat bro bullshit that we try to do as our like Batman street justice is killing people now, so now, like you say, it's a problem we have to deal with. It's
1: not <laughs> now. They oh, always yeah, were murdering people. It's been well, ex- yeah. exactly. It used to just be they'd shoot you, and then as certain societal things changed, they had to invent plausible deniability ways to murder.
3: Yep. Ways to hide the violence is always the next step for conservatives that want to hide their dirty work you, as long as you hide the bodies uh, we've shown that we've shown that works you know uh, hell one thing that the Iraq war told, taught me was that like as long as the bodies are over there a lot of people can just ignore oh. that but now when the bodies are here when they're in your town it takes more stuff to obfuscate that and there are people out there who are very good at doing that we gotta fucking point that shit out it I sucks. think
0: I got a synthesis that'll like coast this into our next thing So we're talking about the the, the commonalities between policing in the United States and policing in Canada, even though we like, like, the the grander zeitgeist, the, the cultural belief is supposed to be that, you know, Canada is this level of good and America just, like, makes mistakes and can't quite reach Canada's level of, I don't know, goodness or whatever, but... If, if we remember that, uh, hey, here's the word, neoliberalism, the pervading ideology that takes yeah. over America that currently runs, like, it combined with in, in its use of capitalism is why things are how they are in the US. Biden is a neoliberal. Trump, still neoliberal in his ways of thinking where it's, like, very market-focused yeah. and, you know, we're all about rights unless they mess up the capitalism part. Canada with like Trudeau. Trudeau is very neo lib. He is very Obama. He's very, I want to paste a happy face on a problem and act like that is a solution rather than actually attempting to solve it. Because as much as we're me- messing up sure is. our freaking pandemic response Canada is doing better but still like it's still austerity measures it's yeah. still checking are you poor enough to get this money they're just a little bit better than us but as long as your system is run on uh, capitalist neoliberalism you will arrive at these you will get the cops that find it easier to just beat people up than actually try to do their freaking job
4: well, and that's the thing about Trudeau, hey, is like uh during the uh Black Lives Matter uh protests over the past summer in on this side of the border, uh Trudeau like masked up, not in not in the uh anarchist way, but uh, you <laughs> No know, Black the, Block the, Trudeau. The hell, no 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 black <laughs> block Trudeau, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh no, he, mm-hmm. he like, you know, puts a mask on and he goes out in public with everybody else and he joins in their march and and it's like you know, these people are rallying against the authority and he's walking with them in support of the, and and it's just so fucking weird to watch. Cause it's like, yeah, if only that Justin Trudeau guy was in any sort of position of power <laughs> where he could invoke and enact change, you know? It's just real bad. Mm. I really like his hair, though, you know? But, it, like, it's like, do, do you not realize that you are the guy that, you know, is kind of at the head of this, like, corrupt state that leads the corrupt cops, that leads, you know, and just completely oblivious to it? Because well, like, I'm, I'm sure he knows, but I'm sure at the same time he's you know know, it's an act
0: it's like ted wheeler the mayor of portland he also masked up went out with the portland protesters said oh i'll stop tear gassing you and then went back in his office
1: and ordered more fucking tear gas precisely it's the brain hack of if someone is in the group (coughs) with you the tribalism part of your brain goes ah they're in the group with me they must be good team sports like it's it's just it's straight up a thing that our brains are wired to do It's not good or bad, it's just how we are, and that is specifically an exploitation tactic that politicians continue to use. It's how you end up with Trump gassing people for a Bible photo, and that is bad to all Democrats,
0: (laughs) and how you get Ted Wheeler gassing people because he doesn't want them to stand outside of the courthouse, and that is good. (laughs) because <laughs> one is a democrat one is a republican and somehow that changes what things are yeah rush limbaugh died today call it thank fuck wednesday Yay. February 17th.
4: riddance
0: <laughs> ah the, the the north also knows about rush Lim- <laughs> is it possible to not know about if anything i think rush limbaugh was is like he kind of had a downward curve. Do kids these days? Do younger people know just how big of a deal Rush Limbaugh like was throughout his?
3: That is definitely a boomer star. Yeah. So I don't know. Mm. I don't if know you, if like, if you are old enough to
1: have grown up where the radio was still a big deal because there was a lot of overlap between the internet and radio before it really like went away as a mainstream thing compared to what it used to be. And like that's where I would prop that's where I would estimate the cutoff is. Yeah. If you are old enough or it depends. Uh if you are a if your parents are older and you might not have heard it directly, but you grew up in a Rush Limbaugh household, that's the biggest thing I keep seeing on oh, yeah. Twitter, actually, is a lot oh, of people sure. saying, like, I never wanted to engage with this. But my parents were in this cult. That's how big of a reach this guy is. Wasn't
2: he had. on Family Guy? Yeah, he's on Fucking Family Guy. Yeah. What yeah. was that and,
1: all about? And uh, don't get me wrong, uh, Seth MacFarlane. Yes. He very much supports a, almost everything that Rush Limbaugh hates. But somehow they did this Ellen DeGeneres style. Not He's not as bad nah. as
3: her is my understanding. But like, wow, man. Not cool. They sure normalize the fuck out of them. That's for yeah. sure. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what I think about when I when you mention Ellen. Whenever
0: so. something seems weird, if you remember that we all live under the 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 arm of the capitalist neoliberal tag team that that runs our entire lives and culture, it does make sense. Because yeah, mm-hmm. why would you let things you believe in get in the way of making you money?
3: Yes. exactly like the
0: market has dictated like you do it and then if you have good ratings what you did was good and if you have bad the ratings free market what, dictates yeah. what yeah you let the free market mm-hmm. dictate whether or not rush limbaugh is uh is is a harmful
3: thought leader Ooh, the free so, market dictates and the free market dictates bad so dictates. <laughs> yeah it is unclean that's uh, very unclean okay
1: So the reason I bring this up, not because it happened and it's a mainstream thing, but the corollary I want to bring up is when Jerry Falwell died. So to be clear, regardless of what our various thoughts around the thing are, I'm not looking to get into anti-theism, especially because I'm going to bring up Christopher Hitchens, but it's this tone policing around when someone who has supported reprehensible things dies. That is the Mm. point of this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I shared, I'll i share it again. Christopher Hitchens said, if you were to give Jerry Falwell an enema just before he died, you'd be able to bury his remains in a matchbox. <laughs> and that, among many other things Christopher Hitchens said at the time of Jerry Falwell's death, became a news story in and of itself. On the, mm-hmm. well, what about his family? Don't they deserve some peace? To which Christopher yep. Hitchens emphatically emphatically goes,
3: No. <laughs> We like to clutch our pearls here in America. (laughs) It does seem we come back to this how dare you speak ill of the dead every time someone who's caused so much pain and suffering dies.
1: And these are the same people that have no problem pointing to a black kid going, well, he shouldn't have worn a hoodie and looked scary.
4: True, He had a record.
1: Yes, it was a rap album, and... (laughs) It was a gold record.
4: Imagine if there were, like, other, you know other dead people that that were revered or i guess you know held in that regard you know where you're like well you can't say bad things about the dead you know like you know say hitler you know what if what if that kind of mentality was applied to like adolf hitler
2: or margaret thatcher
4: or thatcher yeah (laughs) you know i I was at the pool the other day and and they were like you know hey you know Bigley, what's your favorite stroke and i had said thatcher's (laughs) 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 Ah,
1: that's good The Hitler uh, one, uh, there is discourse for that. And it's, well, yeah, he did bad things, but here's the good (laughs) things they did. Like, they, every, the people that support fascism and racism always have a pivot to pointing out something good. And the same thing happened around Jerry Falwell, and the same thing's happening right now uh, around Rush Limbaugh. Like, people are praising his influence on political discourse in America. He is a key piece for why we had fucking Cheeto. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So to that, I say yes, good riddance among many others. This other is another reasons.
0: thing that it, it's very like slider. Yep. It's very like on a scale. But I want to talk about personally, I guess, for me, and I want to hear this from from everybody else on the call also. Like, how do you differentiate who, when you hear of in death? Do you like? You, we all kind of make a, a, a mini. There's a mini split second decision when you see blank dies at age blah blah, blah like on Twitter, and it's either gonna be like, oh no, or like oh well, or in this case, it's gonna be more like ah oh, well. It's like my reaction was it's about time when I saw Rush, which which isn't necessarily <laughs> neat. like it's not celebrating that he's dead, but it it's more just an expression of here is a guy, and this is uh, this is my criteria by the way. This is what I'm I'm curious for you guys about. This is a person who uh, spent his entire life enjoying the more riches and luxury than any of us listening to this will likely ever experience. He got to go through 70 (laughs) years saying anything he wanted to say uh, over the air and he was given the at the end of it he was given the presidential medal of honor for it he's made millions and millions of dollars he's sold mi- hundreds of thousands of books everybody knows his name and the worst punishment he got was dying at age 70 surrounded by his friends and loved loved ones uh, of lung cancer
1: Technically, he died alone at night choking on his own well, or you know. <laughs>
0: liquid or something like that. But he he certainly did not die of, uh, for instance, uh, in the same way that the H- HIV patients that he was mocking in the 90s uh, had to die, alienated from their yep. families. Partly because of the very message that Rush Limbaugh himself spreads, of spread still spreads, did spreads because he's got a fucking YouTube channel. People will keep listening to his stuff. So, though that is the 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 combination that it takes for me to see a death of a human and think that's fine. What about you guys?
1: I used to. I would say, especially the past four years, my adherence to pacifism and all life is precious carries the following asterisk these days. (laughs) If you are in some form of position of power and the things you do in your life has tangible negative effects on others up to and including inciting hate crimes and outright death and there has been no attempt or no ability or systemically, no ability to do anything about it or bring any kind of repercussion, then I am I am cheering. Like, I am genuinely, I felt relief that one of the biggest instigators of harm is gone. Yeah,
3: I'm and, glad. And continue to. Like, he wasn't done, right? So, like, Correct. he was continuing to. Oh, until the but day he, he died, important. he
1: kept doing and, it. And, you know, in my ideal society... He would lose his show, and he would not be able to do any of that, but he'd still be able to live, and if he wants to re-engage with people and media, there would be paths of, hey, here's what you can do to not be a shitty human, here's what you can do to, in some way, try and make up for or make right the shitty things you did. I don't believe people, for the most part, are irredeemable, but at a certain point, I'm acknowledging the system of today, He's—he was never gonna. I—I I know I can't. In I'm not him, or never was him, so I can't officially say he never was going to. But gee golly, I've seen enough people like that that never did and never had any intent to. They were comfortable with their hypocrisy and riches. So mm. yes, good readings. Thank fuck.
4: I I just posted the crab rave video. Yes. Pretty much it. I I don't know, a lot lot of (laughs) my acquaintances are perhaps trying to be a little bit more, I don't know, socially acceptable, I suppose. Um, You know, a lot of people are posting the the comment off of, uh, what is it, uh, Clarence Darrow, um, the uh, uh, I've never wished death on anyone but i have read some obituaries with great satisfaction or whatever oh, totally. uh, it's, it's often attributed yes. to mark twain yes. but uh, uh yeah it's a spin-off on that or or i guess a paraphrasing thereof
0: i i like what dragor said talking about how okay. uh if for some re- the only reason that i would want someone to not die is to give them more and more opportunities to decide to stop doing the thing if last week rush limbaugh had been like you know what I've thought about my whole life and here are all the mistakes I've made. And I was wrong about this and I'm so sorry. I'm going to do everything I can about like that would be something. And then we could have like a conversation, but it it wasn't that he went down with his own ship, believing firmly that he is just fucking right about everything was a blessing to the earth. And we were all lucky to like have been in their presence. So (laughs) are there any other, I, I guess, uh, uh, sage and or Richard, what influence did how, how big of a, a reach did Rush get into Canada? Like, did you guys also have like weird uncles who were way into Rush or parents, brothers, sisters, or was that less common up there?
4: Uh, there's only one Rush we talk about in uh, Canada, <laughs> and that's uh, the yeah. one belonging to Geddes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so speaking All of right. speaking of the capital L liberals and by the way whenever if you ever hear us saying liberal on the show just stick that neo right in front of it cuz it makes a lot of people more comfortable if i'm like oh i don't mean the liberals i mean the neoliberals which are very different i've been told <laughs> i've been told there're huge differences no
3: Nah,
0: neoliberal versus the classical, the classical liberal. Yes. The Kantian liberal.
3: <laughs> For me, my it's it's my brother who is that picture from Always Sunny was like, I take b- both sides of every every argument so I never lose. <laughs> That's to me like the modern neo I'm fine in this hell so world, in world right now. Dragor specifically attitude. wanted
0: to talk about this, but right now uh and he's going to he's going to I'm I'm handing it off like an Olympic. They. Th-
3: yeah, they Oh,
0: oh, Jesus. Let me redo that thing.
1: No, don't associate Jesus with me. I don't like that. I have to get in a holy
0: mood to smear some ash on my face (laughs) and...
3: You don't have to end up the fuck up, this is a teaching
0: moment. <laughs> yeah, so they've been <laughs> uh, looking at the situation in Texas well we've all been looking at the situation in Texas and all of North America watching these insane blizzards go by and what we will see are a lot of uh, neo-libs or capital L liberals uh, shitting on Texas and the greater trend of just like kind of shitting on red states in general which has been going forever. Heck, on this very thing, and this isn't like a call out, but in this very thing we were like, we made fun of Alabama for a second like it's just part of it, it's just everybody goes, ah those those goofy southern rednecks and their inability to vote for meaningful change that positively affects their life while at the same time kind of ignoring that a lot of these elections like we know these states are gerrymandered we know that they're losing these elections by sometimes like 0.01 percent and we know how much voter suppression goes on in red states yet we continue the narrative of like ah these dummies just intentionally keep fucking themselves so Mm. of
1: voter turnout just to clarify uh for the presidential (laughs) election in 2020 in texas uh, almost 5.9 million people voted for Cheeto, and <clears throat> f- almost 5.3 million voted so for Biden. So those. So to be clear, when you say, ha ha, fuck yeah. Texas, and this is just the voter turnout that was there, it's not counting, you know, people under 18 that can't vote, that are essentially innocent to and all, all the of voters this, oppression. and... Well, and the voter suppression. I'm just saying, like, the number of people that you are pointing and laughing at going, yeah, but fuck Texas. Like, people are dying or having very awful things happen with this natural disaster. And considering, like, oh,
2: mm-hmm. I have some friends in Texas that are scared.
4: Yeah, the I do. rotating yep. power outages and everything.
0: We had more of a quandary where it's like, do those 300,000 people make all of Texas somehow like the undesirables? Like, do the 200,000 people that, like, uh, you know, the 200,000 more voting Republicans in Georgia, or, or out, bad example, they, they went blue this time in Alabama or whatever red state. These are all pretty small margins. Like, very few states are like 99%, nobody's 99% voting Republican or Democrat. And that only considers, like you said, yeah. the people who are able to vote. How many people live in Texas? I think it's a lot more than 10 million. And uh, so this is kind of like, I guess, a how you feel inside about things. I don't know. What what do you think about this?
1: Texas has uh, almost 30 million and population. F- 300,000 so, people, in some people's
0: minds, have made all of Texas. They deserve everything they get forever because... A few hundred thousand more people voted for the former president than they did for the current president.
4: I think that's fucking ignorant. Well, it means that they're, it just means that their compassion um, only extends to party lines, you know? Mm. You know, it's not a a universal human compassion. It's just like, oh, no, you you voted for the wrong guy, so like fucking freeze, don't care, kind of thing. You know? Well, that would
2: be like, that'd be like if suddenly, say, we had a tsunami in Saskatchewan, like, Obviously, that we're landlocked, so that's not going to happen. A but, landslide.
4: <laughs> there's a lot of things going on. If we have a tsunami, yeah,
2: no, like yeah. it's that's 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 fucking stupid. And I don't think there's any argument for people being like, "Ho oh, ho, they voted Republican, so have fun with your fucking giant snowstorm that you've never had in your whole lives, Texans." Fuck you. No, that's fucking stupid. And it makes me bad, and there's no
0: argument for Wait, it. Well, it's like what Richard and Sage yeah. just said. What you're basing your morality on? Is it based on? caring about people or is it about team sports? Cause it, it kind of
3: feels, yeah. cause like that's the conservative playbook to like, aha ha, ha po- uh, hypocrisy, I won. So like, it's kind of the same way of like, ah, ha, you didn't pay for things and now you're suffering. Well, got what you deserve kind of thing. So yeah, it's not, you're not trying to solve the problem. You're just trying to be right.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like saying like, if there's like a whatever in California, well, it's God punishing you. Cause you like gay Jerry people. Falwell. Like go no. fuck yourself. That's fucking stupid.
1: No. Oh yeah. 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 I'm
2: all like a ragey about that. That's that's it's 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 very dumb.
1: So yeah. uh, I think we all share the same rage aspect. I wanted to open with that as the gateway to the actual policy enacted things that are now having real repercussions. And that is Texas specifically being on their own energy grid to avoid mm-hmm. federal regulation and that is directly causing harm and loss of life to its own population. Could you imagine if they had
3: actually seceded, be like,
1: (laughs) ah, fuck. Okay, if they actually seceded, and then had this happen, in one breath I would be, gosh, we should send humanitarian aid, and then on the other I would go, this is what happens when you let these people run things. Biden decreases (laughs) foreign
0: aid to Texas amid blizzard. (laughs) That headline will knock my head off.
4: Biden can go in and throw paper towels. Well, and then you like, (laughs) you know, you look at the politicians all calling for support and aid, and which, I mean, rightfully so, they should. But at the same time, it's like (laughs) you look at those same politicians like Cruz and his his record when it comes to AIDS for other disasters, you know, and, and, you know, like he votes against the uh, Hurricane Sandy aid. And, you know, there's a number of other situations in there, uh, you know, mocking the uh, California blackouts over the summer as, you know this is what happens under socialism you know as, as though it's somehow power and socialism as if that's actually great. socialism there too yeah exactly isn't that how like atlas shrug ends with like a power outage or something <laughs> I, I, I don't oh, know of course it's clearly the invariable end to socialism is the lights turn off you know
3: uh because nobody will work and like i was gonna but you know someone else would do it so, so uh, like,
1: my question to the group on this is okay this has happened and now we are here. What is the policy or response you would like to see that is more than just obviously helping people? So my example is the more federal help that comes with it has to come with the mandate of you have to rejoin the federal grid and you have this amount of time with federal support <laughs> to rejoin the union. this.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Like That makes sense to me. Like... It's not that I don't think the inno- the individual people shouldn't get aid, but it should come with some kind of on the record from your representatives. If your representatives go, no, we turned down aid because it meant we'd have to follow standards. That should My be out. My pessimism there. comes from how everybody yeah. treated the Medicare expansion, Medicaid expansion,
0: sorry, where states were were indeed offered like here is free money that you don't have to pay back on the whole first year first however many years and so many states just flat out said, yeah. "Nah, we're not ta- we are just going to oh, not shit, take right. the money on I principle because we don't want our uh, social programs to be any good." What I see like going because right. uh, we are we, we already mentioned uh, uh Ted Cruz and them and the messaging that is coming out of the right wing uh which is that somehow this is the the fault of solar and wind power. They're trying to say that like, oh, the, wi- the, the windmills don't work when it's cold. Where people are like, yeah, I live in the Arctic Circle and our power is provided by wind. That isn't actually how anything works. And I think they're going to get away with that. And even though, yeah, these power outages are apparently 80% plus, I saw somewhere, natural gas and coal. The power plants that are like can't operate because of the coldness are not solar plants. They are not wind plants. They are natural gas and coal. And I'm wondering where the counter messaging is. because, And I get scared that, oh, the Democrats don't want to piss off the fossil fuel people either. So the Republicans get to go. Our, our mm.
1: Democratic president emphatically supports fracking for reasons I I still yeah. don't understand other than just being bought in. So paid the Democrats
0: cannot get on TV because they've put themselves in a corner where they can't and go, "Hey, look at all these problems with fossil fuels. We sure need to get off fossil fuels." They keep saying that this is like Green Energy's fault, and that is complete nonsense. Here is why. Like, you don't get that counter-messaging, because they don't want to piss off the donors who need them to not say that. Like you just said, Biden is so scared of, like, m- making rich people in Pennsylvania angry that he won't commit to not <laughs> fracking, even though he said that, and he's like, well, no, on federal lands, and it's been this whole freaking limboing under making sure fracking still happens while saying that it isn't nonsense. And the Republicans get to just go, we love killing earth and that's where we're all about and they just get to be on the news <laughs> saying that 24 hours a day and the democrats just have to sit back and go yep you just get this one this is a freebie and you're allowed to just tell everybody in the country for weeks at a time how this blizzard was somehow caused by wind power <laughs> or whatever the fuck i do think what you said dragor is a good like with, that like within the system that is a thing they totally could do kind of easily and it wouldn't even be that radical or a shake-up or a big deal, and they won't, and that's even more fr- frustrating because I don't think it's nearly enough. Anybody else got like potential <laughs> things that could be seen as solutions or approaching solutions?
1: Oh, you said I, uh, things to burn down, except it would hurt power <laughs> grids, except there's ways around it, but hey. Don't uh, burn down a natural gas plant. That won't end well. Don't <laughs> do it in Minecraft but or it real will But gre- it will create some... Pepper, it'll create some <laughs> excellent real-world special effects. I thought you
0: effect. were going to say heat. <laughs> I was going to oh. be like, I mean, yeah, I guess. No, I swerved. <laughs> Text, Austin Christ. must heat itself by burning down every chain store. <laughs> That's how
3: yeah, you, it's funny you mentioned the chain store thing. We have uh, McDonald's headquarters around here. I'm, if you burn that down, I think every other McDonald's is going to be like, oh, well, I guess we got to keep going. <laughs>
0: So Sage, Sage, and Richard, do you like you you hear our pe- my general pessimism? Do you have any different outlook? Do you agree? How how would you handle this differently if you were su- suddenly given God powers over Texas?
4: Well, I mean, I, I certainly figure that uh, you know he was right on the the comment that any you know assistance should also be uh, coupled with preventative measures. Uh, you know, again, supported by. Uh, you know, supported by the, the federal state there, uh, you know, to reintegrate with, you know, with the rest of the power grid um, and to, uh, you know, be able to deal with that. And I mean, I guess there's like a lot of, you know, ma and pa power <laughs> corporations. Like, I, I think there's a lot of different power corporations in, in Texas, isn't it there? It is
0: broken up into weird little fiefdoms, but Uh, using ma and pa to suggest that they are like not like multi they're all still multi-million multi-billion dollar companies but there are smaller ones but none of them are what you would call like oh this is my private small business if that makes sense
4: well i mean i think any sort of small business is still like petite capitalism so i mean whatever it could be ma and pa i don't care But, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I I, I mean, I I do agree with you that it's absolute shit, the messaging that's like, oh, this is the the wind turbines and this is the the solar plants. It's like, well, solar cells actually produce more power when it's cold. And, uh, you know, we have wind turbines, (laughs) you know, in Saskatchewan and it's like minus 40 and they're still going. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's that that messaging is just ridiculous. But I mean, it again fits with that whole, you know, anti you know anti-academic, anti-intellectualism that we kind of see, uh, you know, per, you know, very pervasive among uh, you know the right. You know this, uh, yeah. you know, rejecting the reality because it's inconvenient, and you just substitute it with you know whatever it is that you feel, you know, the truth is.
2: Facts don't care about your feelings, Richard.
4: <laughs> I don't care about your feelings. Your feelings. <laughs> The I fact know. that the the company must make
0: money doesn't care about your natural disasters.
3: It's like, hey, here's a company that you rely on for most of, that you are living in for most of your day. They have oh, yeah. no responsibility this for your a life. company
0: you're tr- basically trickling <laughs> money to almost 24 hours a day because they supply your electricity or water or, or or what have you. I think it's just electricity right now. Sure. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah, running wa- Apparently, yeah. if you're listening and you're in a, a very scary blizzard situation, running water freezes... Uh, slower than still water so if your pipes might freeze and blow up turn your water on and just leave it slightly on not like full blast but make your water move there you also go.
2: make sure to watch all of your little pipey things because you don't want things freezing over like in your car oh, like yeah. your tailpipes or your output in your house Then you will die from carbon monoxide (laughs) and no one wants that. So
0: so many like cold survival things that are just kind of intuitive to people who live in cold. And then if you don't live in cold, it's like, oh, crap, that can kill me, too. And it's like, yes.
2: (laughs) Yes. So many things. Especially
4: when your house isn't ready for it. I've run my sprinklers in the cold when it's frozen uh just because I forgot to blow them out at the in the fall and it got oh. the 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 colds, you know, snuck up on me, you know, middle of October kind of thing. So, you yeah, you run it so that they don't freeze. <laughs> yep. It's a Canadian thing.
2: It is. Oh. Just make sure they God, don't explode.
4: And when your fridge fails, you know, you you take the the frozen stuff, you throw it out on the snow cuz it's, you know, it's fine. That's what I miss most.
2: It's a Ukrainian freezer. Miss, that's what we you do. You guys, up here. I'm
4: sure you all every
0: anybody who lives gee, Chicago, Saskatchewan, whichever, you have the ability when you get a bunch of drinks, you just put them next to your door in the nearby snowbank and then just like kind of go get it, unless it's so cold that it's going to like blow them up or kill them. And I hate that I can't do that in Arizona.
1: That's what I miss, that's the tiny thing I miss most of all about the cold climate. I hate that I remember this, but there is a Smirnov ice commercial that basically oh, was it's that. It's right.
2: Mm-hmm. or or if you're going fishing you put them in the you put them in like a milk crate and put them in the in the yeah, in the yeah. water
0: There's natural refrigeration everywhere
2: but then you got to be careful in the winter because uh like i i work very 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 far up north in saskatchewan like almost at the border of
0: uh about to hit the territories uh,
2: yeah i like get like almost at the territories i'm like a hundred kilometers away from the territories and uh one of my coworkers was putting like an energy drink outside and she kept having to like check because if you if you left it was like minus 56 Celsius wow. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit almost the same but uh she didn't double want it to explode double plus
0: fucking so. cold
4: yeah it was very fucking cold
0: they unite at minus 40 so
4: you gotta be careful <laughs> yeah uh, there we go. It's uh, minus 68.8. So, yes, minus 69 Fahrenheit for the uh, nice. people who don't use the Frick, metric system.
0: When do system. they line up? I know they line up at one of the minuses because <laughs> Celsius degrees. It minus is 40. 40. Okay, so I'm right. I'm not out of my mind. Yeah, it becomes yeah. where Celsius is like oh minus fifty, and then like it it inverts where suddenly oh Fahrenheit is now the colder one, because <laughs> the degrees mm-hmm. are smaller. We've hit it. We've this is like I we, I've we have all the capture that we need for a pretty darn good episode, so we can essentially coast to the end. Now. I'd say
3: so. Awesome. I think we've said all we had to say about. Yeah, this is what happens when I do a
0: show thing. sober and on caffeine.
3: Look at me. <laughs> It's twee fish end. Caffeine usually evens me out, actually. I, I have know.
2: ADHD, so caffeine makes me tired.
3: Ah, that explains a lot. It definitely yeah. makes oh, yeah. me more mm-hmm. likely to like yell at strangers. Uh, in,
0: <laughs> in like a, like a, either a combination of road rage or more recently, just yelling at people who don't have masks on because it's the only semblance of control I can rend out of our hell society. I know it doesn't do anything, and I'm probably just like, if anything, I should. It's worse. But I, that it's the only thing no, keeping me not. from losing my mind is no, it's, in it's the bad. Kroger. I gotta go. If your nose out, he doesn't even do anything. Just players and I just walk out while doing this. Like I'm that guy already. I've,
2: <laughs> like... <laughs> I've taught I've taught my six year old to loudly ask, "Mom, why are they wearing their nose out of their mouth <laughs> uh, out of their mask? How yes. how is that like? How does that work? So he'll like say that really loud when we're out. That and, is words.
1: I haven't tried it yet because I don't go out but my my pitch to Pepper was, do what the six year old will say, but like just do that as an adult with clearly no little kid or parent around, and just confuse the <laughs> fuck out of the person whose nose is hanging out.
2: I like that. Mm. It looks it looks like your dick is hanging out of your underwear. It's yeah, not cute. that yes.
1: safer. If I saw someone's right?
0: dick out in the store, I know that that dick would not give me COVID at least. Right.
4: <laughs> well, it depends where they.
0: Think, <laughs> No, damn it. I remember Dr. Fauci a year ago told me that I could not fuck my way to COVID.
4: Can, yeah, can we title this
0: episode, That Dick Will Not Give Me COVID? <laughs> can like we it. Then, can oh. it be That Dick Will Not Give Me COVID and then in parentheses it says, In Minecraft.
2: <laughs> yes. With like yeah. a little asterisk, In that Minecraft. It's all
0: of it. I'm so glad whoever started saying In Minecraft, that reminded me of that meme. <laughs> I'm glad. I enjoy uh-huh. that. Thanks everybody for showing up Uh, today. Thank you for listening. This has been last minute podcast. We uh, last minute podcast featuring politics. This has been last (laughs) minute politics. uh, The only furry uh, podcast. I appreciate you listening to it. All the all the hard furry (laughs) topics we had today. Couldn't you just tell that we all love dressing up as giant animals as we all talk about blowing up businesses in Minecraft
3: all the time. Wait,
1: I want to know how many Texas furries are better off because they're just wearing their fursuit. This is a possible survival technique. Put
3: on
0: your fursuit. Drag. You know how people would be like, if I die?
1: Pepper, it's your song. Suit up and it'll make you feel better. (laughs) Suit (laughs) up
0: and we'll survive the power crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I laugh, but it's very sad. It's 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 like that that old line <laughs> where they were like if I die, if I die of, in the '90s or like if I die of HIV, launch my body into like Ronald Reagan's house. It's like if I die of the Texas power outage due to profiteering, launch my dead body in my fursuit suit into Ted Cruz's veranda. <laughs> Please with, the with trebuchet. a trebuchet. Rig me to, rig me to explode with a trebuchet, trebuchet. So spray on. <laughs> On to
3: Ted Cruz. Yeah. please. What? High flying body press from the Spread my the viscera other side.
0: onto the Cruz estate. <laughs> if you want to support Last Minute Politics, we have a Patreon. If you want, uh, our patrons are able to listen to us record these things live. They're sitting in with us on Discord right now. Wave at us, patrons. No one will see this. Uh, you can uh, send us money Woo. directly. We have like a PayPal thing. There's links under this. Please check it out. We also have today joining us, uh, we've had Richard Bigley and Sage. They have a podcast as well. Tell us where we can find that.
2: Well, you can find our podcast at, what is it, ovpod.ca?
4: ovpod.ca.
2: Yeah, and then our Patreon is patreon.com slash ovpod.
4: Nice. We also have sweet merch. Where would they find that?
2: Oh, yeah, we have good merch. Our merch is awesome. I own so much of Uh, it.
4: I have an -hmm. OV...
0: Mask now, and I I I, I enjoy
1: that. Cool, I don't even have one of those. You can get the OVPod merch by going to ovpod.ca and clicking on the merch link.
2: Thanks, I I wasn't sure.
1: Gators, all kinds of.
2: (laughs) I have nothing to do with that stuff.
0: (laughs) Well, let's go to our. uh, We are now on to our last minute. Uh, Here, here, thank you for spending geez sixty to eighty minutes of your time with us. Last minute for me, I I don't even know where to. I don't even know where to start here. Uh, try to base, I wish people would think less team sports and more what are your actual core values. Evaluate how you feel about things that happen in the world, be they political or otherwise, based on the action and not on like who did it like, if, Bi- if you don't like troops being sent into Afghanistan for no reason, it's bad no matter who does it, be it Trump or Biden or Jesus Christ himself. If Christ was like, we need to start a war over nothing, I would be like, bad move, Christ. I am not down with that. I vote no. I vote no on this particular holy war. <laughs> I'm not, this is not about the Crusades. Shut up. <laughs> Xander, what's your last minute?
3: Uh, okay, my last minute kind of piggybacks on what you're saying. Uh, no leftists are, like, born. We all learn shit, and we go through things, and we evaluate said things and say, hey, maybe the world can be a little better. So, like, I know a lot of bad shit has happened to people who were all for privatizing all their shit in Texas, but people have to learn sometimes just the right, well, not right way, but it's just like, ah, people have to learn consequences to actions, and... Like, hey, this is why that happened. Let's not have that happen again. Instead of saying like exactly what Pepper was saying, ha ha, you fucked up. Like, yeah, let's learn from this. Let's not have it happen again. That's pretty much leftism in a nutshell. So, I don't know. We can all live better if we just fucking try a little harder and work together. But,
2: so I'll go next. Um, for my last last minute, I would like to thank you all for. First of all, having us on your podcast and letting me talk about uh, COVID mask dick noses. Definitely appreciate
4: that. <laughs> the end. I'd like to say thank you for uh, having us. It's great. And if you want a guest uh, for another episode, certainly reach out to me. I'm available. Uh, oh, me too. Sorry. Yeah. You, do I get my new minute again because she interrupted me? Or Actually, no. Work? Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Richard Bigley.
0: Sage <laughs> <laughs> will be sent with, with a three-minute minor to the penalty box.
4: I reclaim my time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the talking stick, you know? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's what happens when you privatize, you know, essential you know, public goods and, and services is uh, you end up in situations where if it's not profitable, they just simply say, go fuck yourself and there you go and then you end up in this situation um again i guess moving forward i certainly hope to see that uh, you know people are going to look for ways to ensure that such a situation doesn't happen again and uh i guess uh yeah, on the topic of leftists having to learn stuff to become a leftist, I do agree. Um, you know any any right wing asshole with an Xbox can you know become a racist right winger <laughs> and they don't have to read any books or look at things differently. Uh, whereas being a leftist, you know you kind of have to always you know look for you know who's pulling the power. You got to see the that power mm-hmm. dynamic, you know, and I guess I'm probably up on my minute now. Dragor. (laughs) Yeah, shut the fuck up, Richard.
0: (laughs) You didn't say the end, so we don't know. You could be going...
4: The
3: end. (laughs) And scene.
1: Yeah, thank you both for being on our little corner of the internet. Uh, I did listen to episode 144 of at ovpod.ca. I greatly enjoyed it, and it's not bullshit. I'm going to listen to more, because that was pretty cool. And yeah. for my own portion of the last minute, uh, I don't, most of us don't have a lot of agency within the system of late stage capitalism. So, hmm. one of my ways to express my agency is yes, I am genuinely happy that Rush Limbaugh has hit the ultimate cancel. He's dead, he's <laughs> gone, and thank fuck for that. It doesn't undo the harm he did, but it just means he can't keep spewing more. I look forward to some other deaths to celebrate. The end.
4: God has canceled Reach. Rush it's Limbaugh. Fair.
1: It's the really the. It's
4: yes. the only
0: true way yes. to cancel someone, really. <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh,
3: well, that's it. Oh, the, the ultimate, ultimate. <laughs> cancel. Please, no. That is not going to be cut. Less. That sounds like I'll a pro- terrible I- movie. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate cancel. That sounds like
1: a right winger comedy movie. Uh,
3: Oh my God! Ratio <laughs> to death. Have you?
1: No, heard no, Xander.
3: Of... Cancelled to death.
4: <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Have you heard of uh, Ben Shapiro's book? Uh, what is it? Which uh, oh, True Alliance or something like that?
1: Not that specific one. All right. To be mm. clear, I don't want. I don't necessarily want Ben Shapiro to die. I just think if you put Ben Shapiro in like a small remote area. And You give him a caretaker and you have a you have a cardboard piece of cardboard with a TV drawn on it And like you just pin a new paper to it every day And it'll sometimes say liberals or socialism or communism and you just do that you have like another box That's a camera and you let him think he's doing what he does now But he's just away from everyone and not causing harm So let's say for instance that I am uh, trapped on a uh, for the sake
0: of argument a, a a desert island there is a uh, 75% of us, uh, let me finish. 75% of us enjoy coconuts. <laughs> That's as long as I can do it.
2: That was, oh, that was no. uncanny. <laughs>